0: coffee
1: oh thanks
0: how did you sleep Ugh,
1: like a baby i don't want to get out of bed ever these sheets are mm, incredibly soft what did you say they're called again performance bedding by sheiks (laughs) performance bedding (laughs) yeah they're made from super high-tech performance fabric they're incredibly breathable so you're not waking up at night throwing covers off and then an hour later throwing them back on huh no wonder i slept so good since i started using sheiks i sleep like a baby No more sweaty nights for me. No? Well. (laughs) Well, I like them because they're soft. They feel like mm, silk. Performance fabric, huh? Maybe we should... Oh, I don't know. Try them out again. (laughs) (laughs) Comfort and performance for better sleep. That's Sheiks. S-H-E-E-X. Sheiks. Try Sheiks for 30 nights risk-free. Go to sleepcoolnow.com. Use promo code 1212 and get $40 off any sheet set. That's sleepcoolnow.com, promo code 1212 sleepcool now dot com one two one two
0: this is our number three of the John And Leah show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. And this is a very super special edition of the program because Leah Brandon is in studio. And not only is she in studio, but she is actually broadcasting live video streaming via her Facebook page, which you can access at our website, which is freespeechbroadcasting.com. In this hour, number three, we will continue to discuss what will happen on Election Day two days from now. We uh, are going through all of the toss-up states and giving Donald Trump every benefit of the doubt I possibly can do to see whether or not it's really a legitimate chance for Donald Trump to shock the world and prove me to be wrong for the first time in my career about a presidential election. Now, we started him with 164 electoral college votes out of 270. We've given him, even though I don't think he'll win these states, but I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, Florida, Florida. Ohio, North Carolina, that gets him all the way up to 226 electoral college votes. Now let's go to Pennsylvania, which we started talking about in the previous hour. Mm -hmm. Uh, The bad machines in Philadelphia. Well, you know, (laughs) we had a a Facebook question earlier, which I think is a relevant one, that there is a transit strike in Philadelphia. And there is a lot of concern that that's going to, uh, impact the, the turnout in the city of Philadelphia. They'll send buses. Well, you see, that's, that's my belief, is that because this is something they've known about for a while, in a weird way, I could actually see it helping with black turnout be- in Philadelphia because they know it's an issue. Right. And, and so in, they're not going to get caught sleeping. Exactly. And now they're going to actually pick people up in buses, I'm sure. Oh, yes. And... And by the way, let's face it, I mean, in most sections of Philadelphia, especially since the weather is supposed to be nice, you can walk to your polling place Absolutely, uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a city like that. So it could be one of those things that sounds like a bigger problem than it is, but there's no question that black turnout is going to be an issue. There's all, but there's also, it's also very clear that Hillary's campaign is not taking Pennsylvania for granted. Uh, They, uh, as a matter of fact, just before I had dinner with Franco Harris on uh, the NFL legend from the Steelers on Friday, he had literally just come from campaigning with Hillary at the Pittsburgh Steelers football stadium that afternoon. Why? And, and Katy Perry on the other side of the state, she's an idiot, did a concert last night for Hillary Clinton uh, in Philadelphia and I don't know how she does with black turnout, but she's certainly going to get a crowd. By the way, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Also, right. So, <laughs> I was waiting for her,
1: for Hillary Clinton to please, dear God, say something bad about Beyonce. Well, we've been
0: saying that for two years, that that would be the key to the election. If she, if, if WikiLeaks really wanted to take her out, <laughs> find an email with her dissing Beyonce, and then Trump's in for sure. So, uh, But the point here, you know, I, I have been saying, as an aside on this Katy Perry thing, I have been saying for a long time that Hillary has a lot of cards to play that people aren't thinking about. And partially because of Trump's radioactivity, entertainers they've always been democratic. But, oh yeah. But this year because there's no fear of any sort of media backlash, no media, major media is going to say what is Carrie doing a concert for Hillary Clinton for? Why is she letting Hillary Clinton use her song Roar? for their last uh, commercial which they did and it's by the way a, a really good commercial uh, it doesn't it, 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 there's a lot of benefits to having a pop star willing to give you their hit song for yeah, free yeah because none of the pop stars will give any republicans right, but that I can remember right but i have in my recollection they've never been this open this all in because they they fear no backlash because it's trump on the other side Katy Perry has 94 million Twitter followers, 13 year olds. Okay. Not all of them are voters, <laughs> but, 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 you know, mommy, are you going to vote for Hillary? Uh, that helps too. Uh, not that all of her, her, uh, sub- followers are teenagers, but you get the point. The reality is Beyonce, Jay-Z, uh, Katy Perry, Bruce Springsteen, these people don't directly impact votes, but it helps. Well, it seems it, cool. This is the cool thing to especially do. Especially when the other side's got Chachi and Joe Piscopo, okay? So, so there's really no contest on the star
1: power. Well, the other side, they
0: can't come out. They're afraid. They'll never get a job again. Well, but they're— Because it's the mob. Yeah, Go we, ahead. We got John Voigt and he's nuts, and that's about it. I mean, Clint Eastwood, and he's nuts, too. Uh, so here's the deal. Um, the polls have tightened in Pennsylvania— uh, and if the black turnout is weak and by the way, I'll make it on a, a side prediction. I'm going to predict on the drudge report, uh, Tuesday morning, we're going to Black Panther intimidation. Well, well, that was, that was 2012. Here's what we're going to get this time. We're going to get a photo of a nearly empty black polling place in Philadelphia on the drudge report. That, okay. uh, that's what we're going to get on the Drudge report to show how pathetic the African-American black turnout. Black turn, that's going to be the theme on the Drudge Report. No black turnout in Philly. Uh, so now it might be it's probably bull crap because it's the Drudge Report, but you know, when you got hundreds and hundreds of precincts, it's pretty easy to take one picture of one precinct that's empty at any given time. Drudge will find it, and that's what's going to be on the Drudge Report. I do not believe that Trump will win Pennsylvania. He has not led in one poll all year there. He has never been above the number where he would need to get, which would be 46, 47% there. Uh, this is my home state. The suburbs are not going to go for Donald Trump. And so he will not win, uh, Pennsylvania. So I'm not going to give him any benefit of the doubt there. Uh, do you have, do you have anything you want to, you have a rebuttal on Pennsylvania, Leah?
1: I'm just saying, you know, if the, um, if the, If the thing in the entire campaign is make America great again, there was a time when Pennsylvania actually had a bunch of jobs. Uh, Let's go,
0: let's go Donald Trump. And... So how we, <laughs> as if he's gonna snap his fingers, and it's all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, the steel industry is gonna be back because people he's, have had enough. Right, but what's he gonna do, Leah? People what's, have had what's, enough. What's he gonna do? It's just like my Uber driver said.
1: What's he gonna do? He's not going to put regulations uh, on and okay. kill jobs like uh, Hillary Clinton the, did. You, you
0: can't bring an industry back that's uh, that's dead. It's not possible. Well, you can uh, make America uh, great again. If, By just saying it. Wow. woof! All right. Very similar to Pennsylvania, we've got Michigan. And a lot of people now trying to say that Trump's got a shot in Michigan. Similar circumstances where you have a situation where high black population, what if they're not turning out? LeBron doesn't help you in Michigan. (laughs) He helps you in Ohio. Uh, You know, I don't know how Jay-Z and Beyonce play there. Probably pretty well. Well, but But I
1: will tell you. Alabama is uh, taking all of the auto industry jobs. I mean, look, Alabama has nothing but auto, auto, auto coming. So let's just say Donald Trump could bring those jobs back or some to uh, Michigan, to Detroit.
0: Well, actually, Detroit has done pretty darn well, well in the last few years. Well, that's because they've
1: gotten a whole bunch of help from the government. Right. Which, how about if we take regulation away?
0: But that's not the way those people are thinking. I mean, I don't think that there is a- That's how a, we did it. Okay, but that's, I'm talking about the voters, Leah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't sense that within the, the the auto worker industry in Michigan, that there's a lot of anger towards the Obama administration, because under the Obama administration, they've actually done better than they were doing previously. Now, it's not because of Bo- Obama, but that's what how the they're going to correlate it. So, I don't sense the you know the the opportunity there in Michigan. I think it could be close if the black turnout is weak and we have to remember in the primaries, Hillary got beat there. Hillary got beat there by Bernie Sanders and it was expected she was going to win by like 20 points. It was the biggest upset of the entire primaries. So, I think it is it is theoretically possible but it's a real long shot for hillary to lose michigan if that i will Who are you giving it to hold on a second i if there is a kill shot for trump i mentioned that there's kill shots for hillary right michigan is as close to a kill shot for trump if he wins michigan look out uh, then hillary is in big trouble but I do not see it happening, so I'm not giving um, Michigan to Trump. So he stays at 226. New Hampshire is another really important uh, early state on the East Coast, which even though it's only four electoral college votes, wait, how many is Michigan? Michigan is 16. Yeah, well, guess okay. what?
1: Trump, he okay. gets Michigan. Okay,
0: so we're that's where we're going to divide. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Leah is giving yeah. him 16 more. So you will you will have your total. I'm at
1: 242 now.
0: Okay. Um nope, for, I'm sorry. <laughs> no
1: that's yeah, that's I'm right. At good good ma- you're
0: better at math than my wife is. I don't All have right. a calculator. Okay, when we come back we'll we'll get to New Hampshire and then the rest of the uh, toss up states on this uh, special edition of the John and Leah show. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host in studio this week is Leah Brandon. And you can watch the program this one and only time because Leah Brandon is video streaming live on her Facebook page. You can access that at our website, freespeechbroadcasting.com. We're going through all of the so-called toss-up states to see if it's really possible for Donald Trump to win the election on Tuesday about halfway through the so-called toss-up states, I have Trump now giving him every benefit of the doubt at 226 electoral college votes. Leah Brandon giving him Michigan uh, has him at 242 electoral college votes. We go to New Hampshire now. New Hampshire is a state where Hillary was leading handily before the Comey letter. And then everything collapsed over the last week or so. There have been a number of polls, and actually a remarkable number of polls, indicating that the race is tied in New Hampshire. But there's a problem with those polls. In almost every single one of them, the tie is not at 47, 48, something like that. It's at 39, 40, 40, 41. Mm. And that tells me that there is an enormous number of undecided voters in New Hampshire. By the way, I've spent a lot of time in New Hampshire. In fact, vacation there this year. And I know they're not going for the Indies. Well, the thing is, what that tells me, is that there are a lot of undecided voters in New Hampshire. And it's really hard for me to imagine that, especially with now Comey saying, oops, never mind, that the undecided voters in New Hampshire are going to rush towards this incredibly unpredictable, unsafe candidate, Donald Trump. Who also, by the way, happens to be an authoritarian, and New Hampshire is a state that used to be known as the live free or die state. So, definitely go for the one that's going to give you the most regulation. Well. (laughs) See, it doesn't make sense. It's weird. I'm going to put New Hampshire in the same category as I put Florida, Ohio, and North Carolina. I think Hillary will win it. But I'm going to give, because I'm giving every benefit of the doubt to Trump, I'm going to give him New Hampshire. Which, by the way, if we hear early on that Trump has won New Hampshire, there's going to be people wetting themselves on television. Because that will be the first sign, whoa, something's going on here. So um, let's give Trump another four. That makes him at, the three, at 2.30 for me. And we continue on now to Maine. Now, Maine is interesting because Maine gives... One of uh, they give their electoral college votes as all states, in my opinion, should. As an aside, via congressional Me district. Me too. It is I insane agree. for us not to do it this way. Our elections would be far more uh, fair, far more fair, and far more interesting if it was done by congressional district. And it's and only Maine and Nebraska do this. Without spending too much time on Maine, Hillary will win Maine as a state. She will win one of the congressional districts. The other congressional district is up for grabs. I still think Hillary will win it, but because I'm giving every benefit of the doubt to Trump I'm going to give him that other electoral college vote, mm-hmm. so now that's one for Trump. That gets him at 220, uh, 231 uh, by my count. Then we go... Wait, how much was uh, New Hampshire? Uh, four. Oh, that's it. <laughs> it's
1: not even hardly
0: going. There. It's
1: not even worth going there.
0: Right, So so we went from... So, yeah, right. So now I'm actually, just to get it right, at 232. I'm at 247. With, with, with uh, New Hampshire, the four, and then Maine, another one. And then, just to get it out of the way before the commercial break, Georgia is considered to be a toss-up state. Which is, it's not. I agree. I, I The polls have tightened there. There are definitely very close polls. But much like New Hampshire and Pennsylvania and Michigan, Hillary has never really led there. I mean she there's a couple of polls in which she's been up up by like a point. By the I, way, it's cuz of Atlanta. Well, yeah, I mean there's a huge black population there. So so I expect Georgia to be close. But for the purposes of this, obviously I'm giving every benefit of the doubt to Trump. So I'm going to add another uh, 16 electoral college votes and that gets me to 248 for Trump, but we still we're running we're starting to run out of states cuz all we got left is Nevada, New Mexico, Arizona, And Iowa. Oh, we got
1: this in the bag.
0: All right. Well, (laughs) we'll see. Leah, guess guess what? Look what I'm at two six three. All right, we'll see whether or not that math's right because I'm not sure if it is. But because I included (laughs) Michigan. Right, I know that, but I, we'll, we'll figure out the math and we'll get that straightened out. Check us out on Facebook live via freespeechbroadcasting.com. Uh, we'll, uh, You're right, I could have messed that up. When we come back, <laughs> we're going to decide who's going to win the presidential election, and then we'll get to some other news before the program is over on this special edition of The John and Leah Show. I'm on the run. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah show. My name is John Ziegler, my co-host in studio today. Normally she's in Alabama. Tonight she's with me in Southern California is Leah Brandon. By the way, if you check us out uh, via her Facebook live video streaming, which you can access at our website, freespeechbroadcasting.com, you'll be seeing them wearing a brand new Alabama Crimson Tide Cap that Leah brought with her as a gift for me, which I'm very appreciative of. We are going through each and every one of the so called toss up states and Tuesday's presidential election to see whether or not it is possible uh, that Hillary Clinton could lose this thing to Donald Trump, which I have been saying for over a year is. Highly, highly, highly unlikely, and I'm still sticking with that, Leah believes. What is your percentage that you've put on the website?
1: What, what are you at right now? Right
0: now, at the John and Leah radio show website, freespeechbroadcasting.com, the official John and Leah show percentages, as determined by me, is that Hillary Clinton is a 95% favorite to win the presidential election. So effectively, put it in race, horse racing terms, Trump is a 20-to-1 shot <laughs> to, to win on Tuesday. It's happened. I, now, which is possible. I mean, it is theoretically possible. Now, basically, here's what we've done. We've gone through the the so-called toss-up states, a very liberal definition of toss-up states, and I have given everything that's even remotely in doubt in my mind, I've given Trump every benefit of the doubt. The only state on which you and I have disagreed about is Michigan. 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 So you are 16 electoral college votes ahead I am. of where I am in trying to see whether or not it's possible for Trump to pull this off, giving him every benefit of the doubt. Of the states that are remaining that are so-called toss-up states, we have New Mexico is technically a toss-up state, which I do not believe. No. You, you agree that that's not- That's an,
1: Bill Richardson. I mean, come on. That's like-
0: liberal central. I agree with you. Now, the only thing that makes New Mexico a little bit interesting is that Gary Johnson is the former governor there. And so he is taking far more votes out of New Mexico's population than any other state. So that makes it at least somewhat in doubt. And I think that's probably why it's on the toss-up list. But I agree with you, Leah. If you and I are both agreeing that Trump can't win a state, I think that's pretty safe that New Mexico does not add any total to Donald Trump's number. And then that goes, then we then go to Iowa. Iowa is a state that, um, you know, you would ordinarily think Trump wouldn't do that well in. The demographics are okay for him. Obviously it's almost all white. And there are a certain, there's a, certainly a good percentage of, of high school educated whites there, which is really his wheelhouse. But you know, he didn't do very well in the Iowa caucus No, as a matter of fact, if he if twenty five hundred Trump voters had stayed home on Iowa caucus night, which would have been very easy, we wouldn't have him as the nominee. We would not have him as the nominee because Marco Rubio would have finished second and we would have had a Rubio Cruz battle to the finish, in my opinion. But boy, oh boy, if there is a state that dislikes the Clintons over the years, it is Iowa. Really? They didn't vote for Bill Clinton the first time around in the Iowa caucus. They didn't vote for Hillary Clinton in her first Iowa caucus. It was basically a tie this time around with the Iowa caucus, and they don't like her at all. And so, you know, giving even though I think it's still possible that Hillary wins Iowa, I think this one's a true 50-50. I'm going to give this one to Trump because, obviously, we're doing all benefits of doubt to Trump. So let's give Trump another six electoral college votes in Iowa. Then we move to Arizona. The Arizona is a state where Trump, uh, obviously has felt very confident because he's Mr. Anti illegal immigration. And supposedly that's a, you know, big plus in Arizona, but Arizona, much like North Carolina is, illegals is shifting dramatically and partially because of the increased illegal population. Uh, There are a lot of people who believe that Hillary might have wasted a lot of money there in Arizona. The polls are mixed. There are still people who believe that uh, Hillary will beat Trump there. John McCain is running way ahead of Trump's numbers in his reelection bid in in, in Arizona for the U.S. Senate. But again, based upon the rules we're using here, I'm going to give Trump the benefit of the doubt. And give him Arizona. So that's another eleven electoral college votes. And I'm uh, way over the top now. Well, you're not way over the top. You're two seventy something, I think. Fourth. That's uh, way over the top. All right. Um well it's more than you need. Then we need I'm not there yet, because I'm I'm sixteen votes behind you. Yeah. Then we have Nevada. Now Nevada is a state that That's going to Trump. You believe that Nevada's going to Trump. Nevada's going to Trump. And why do you believe that? Because
1: uh it just seems like it's been heading that way. They're, it just seems like it's heading that sick way. sick <laughs> of Harry Reid. They've had it there. They want business back. They're going for Trump.
0: <laughs> okay, well...
1: They're workers. The, the reality is that I, I don't and know... The, and the better the business in America, the better they do. <laughs> so, bring it all back. Businessmen going to the um, Bunny Ranch... And to Vegas. Bring it on back, baby. All
0: right. Well, the the reality the reality is that the the early numbers there in Nevada have been really good for Hillary Clinton. The early voting has been okay. outstanding. Excuse me. Her. Hold on. Yes, go ahead. This
1: whole quote unquote early voting numbers, I'm not buying them. Not buying them.
0: You're not buying them.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. It's like exit polls. It's BS. I'm not going
0: with it. Uh, Those are people who have actually voted. Okay. Uh, So how does that not count? They're
1: just not... Look, these numbers that are coming out, I honestly don't believe... I won't believe them until they are certified on election day. I'm not going to believe them. Not. 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 Okay. Um, Well... And just because black people show up doesn't mean that they all voted Democrat. That really
0: makes me mad. Well, the reality, though, Leah, is the larger black turnout. It's going to be better for Hillary Clinton. You can't deny that. Well, I mean, that's just not everybody. That's just the reality. All right. So, so here's here's the thing. So I don't believe, I do not believe that Hillary is going to lose Nevada. John Ralston is the most respected political reporter in the state of Nevada. And is there such a thing? I wouldn't sure. No, no. He's he's very well respected and he's no liberal. And he has been emphatic uh, on Twitter saying Trump is toast based upon the early voting numbers. Interestingly, you know, we're on in Reno and, uh, you know, last night there was the so-called assassination attempt against Donald <laughs> Trump, which, you know, we we should at least mention because for this to be seen as a so-called assassination attempt when all that we now know happened was that some poor guy held a Republicans against Trump sign in the middle of a Trump rally in Reno and someone beat the crap out of him and yelled gun Gun. and all hell broke loose. Uh, You know, and, and, and then here Trump's son is referencing it as an assassination attempt on Twitter. Uh, You know, wholly overly dramatic Batman. Of course, you know, in Trump world, you could imagine that someone holding up a sign to Trump's face, Republicans against Trump, might be, in a sense, an assassination attempt because, after all, his ego really is that sensitive. So his his ego was perhaps assassinated. Yeah, because but, the Democrats always have to face
1: Democrats against Hillary Clinton signs all the time. Okay. I'm so sick of it.
0: Anyway, by my calculations... Where are if, you now? If If I give... Nevada, which I do not believe that Trump is going to win. But just for the sake of argument, even if I'm giving, I am bending over backwards now because I am very confident that Trump will lose Nevada. Okay. Well, then don't give it to him. Well, I'm just trying to prove a point here. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give Trump Nevada just for the sake of argument. I'm now at 269, 269.
1: I'm at 274.
0: Okay. Okay. And then, by the way, it depends. The two sixty, if you're, if you're, I doubt anyone's keeping real close track at home, but that, but it, depending on what what we did with that one uh, main congressional district, you, that's right, you might
1: have made it. it <laughs>
0: at that point, it it we might I might have actually given Trump two hundred and seventy, which is the magic number. Two sixty nine, two sixty nine means it goes to the House of representatives in which case we're going to have a clusterfark of epic proportions because Trump should win that. But I guarantee there would be some shenanigans if that ever transpired. But again, I'm giving Trump every benefit of the doubt. So giving him that extra district, now we're at 270, 268. So I've given him every possible, even theoretical benefit of the doubt, except for Michigan, basically, which you gave him. And he's he's been able to get there by one vote. Now, so you're but saying. But I didn't count. I didn't
1: count Iowa, and I no, also didn't no, count Nevada. No,
0: no, no but you're. So, I only gave Michigan. Right, but you're 16. you We've already known this. Yeah. You're, you're 16 votes ahead of me. Okay? But here's the thing. So, under your calculations, he wins. Oh, easy. Under, well, not that easy. Easy. <laughs> He's got to run the table. That's only if he gets Florida, Ohio, right. man. He's got to run the table
1: in an... Did we un- say North Carolina or yeah, no? Yes. Ah, so North- crap.
0: Right. So he has, he's got to run the table extraordinarily, but here's where here's where I'm leading with all this, okay? So even under the circumstances where I've given him every possible benefit of the doubt except Pennsylvania and Michigan, he's still only at 270, which is, in fact, a winning combination. That's It's all what you need is 270. There's one fly in the ointment that no one's talking about. Now, I don't want to make too much of it, but I at least want to mention it because it, I think there's a decent chance this comes into play. Nobody's talking about the state of Alaska. Now, a lot of people talked about Utah. People are probably wondering, why haven't you mentioned Utah? In
1: I'm Omaha, people are talking about Omaha.
0: Well, Omaha, I'm going to give Trump Omaha, too. He could lose. He could lose a congressional district in Omaha, which would eliminate the district he got in Maine. So that would go to back to 269, 269. People have wondered, could he lose Utah? Evan McMullen is giving him a run for his money, but I just don't think it's going to be enough because I think a, enough people in Utah are going to go, wait a minute, are we going to really give Hillary the election by voting for Evan McMullen? Right. And so I think by a, by he's going to barely cross the finish line in Utah. But no one's talking about Alaska. and and it, Because normally Alaska is a Republican state for sure. But Trump has several things going against him in Alaska. And when we come back, I'll explain how that theoretically could even under my scenario mean that Hillary is the next president of the United States. You're listening to The John and Leah Show. Welcome back. This is the final segment of this edition of the John and Leah show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com, where you can check out about 15 to 30 minutes after the program, the podcast for this show. So um, we'll have the podcast up. You'll also be able to go to Leah Brandon's uh, Facebook page and uh, check out the the video streaming archive for this uh, broadcast. This is the first time ever we've done Facebook streaming because it's the first time ever in this version of the John and Leah show that Leah and I have been in the same studio together because Leah was in town here in Southern California for the Breeders' Cup horse race. Right now, speaking of races, we're wrapping up what's going to happen on Tuesday in the presidential election, and here's what we did. We went through all the states. I gave Trump every reasonable benefit of the doubt, at times bending over backwards, and depending on how you slice it, I got Trump to either 269 or 270 electoral college votes, which would be enough to either win or put it into the House of Representatives, which theoretically would be a win since Republicans control the House of Representatives. But that would be a problem. That would be a problem. I mean, I that stu-
1: would be a quote illegitimate election. That would be the riding the streets, blah, 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 that you were talking
0: about. That would be a problem. Well, that, but that's the only way I see Trump getting there. I mean, that, that Leah, that's part of why I predicted civil unrest was the only way Trump wins is if it's so super close that Comey ends up getting the blame. But But anyway, let me just go back to my point about even under this scenario, there's still a way for Hillary to win. And it's a, a way that no one is talking about because I think there's a chance that Hillary upsets him in Alaska. And the reason why I think that is this. First of all, there's been very little polling in the state there's been two polls that for some reason have been totally ignored where Hillary was beating him in the state. I, there has never been a poll I've seen where he is above 41% in Alaska, which is, and a couple of them where he's been in the 30s. Apparently, for the first time ever, the Eskimo tribes voted to unendorse somebody, and it was Donald Trump. Sarah Palin and his association with Sarah Palin there is now a negative because of the way she is viewed there. And there is so much distrust of the federal government in Alaska. They hate the federal government for a number of reasons. They, have, they What Comey did to Hillary might actually be a plus for her there. As a matter of fact, the Republican Senator Stevens lost his his seat a few years ago in Alaska under incredibly similar circumstances where there was a bull crap indictment story put put out against him just before the election. So I think they are going to be very wary about what the FBI has done about Hillary, even before today and Comey's never mind, Oops. Uh, letter. I didn't really mean it. So my point here is this, everyone thinks Alaska is in the bag for Trump. It is not. It is an impossible state to poll because it's obviously freaking enormous. And who's going to go on a sled dog right, route and, 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 to go over there and, and, and poll? And, and who cares, right? And it's only three electoral college votes. Right. But under the scenario I'm outlining, if Trump loses Alaska, guess who wins the election? Even after me giving every possible benefit of the doubt except Pennsylvania and Michigan to Trump, he still loses if Hillary... Pulls that off in Alaska, which I think is reasonably possible. The point I ahead. gave him Michigan, he's good to go. Don't worry. Okay. The point of this exercise, Leah, is to show, first of all, to go through all the key states and how the night's likely to to transpire, but also to show how many things have to go his way. I have often referred to this not as a sporting event, but as a card game. This is a game where we pretty much know which each side has has been dealt, and now we show the cards, and Trump is going to have to pull several aces out of his backside in order to pull this off. You know, it's not unlike a horse race, because
1: there are some horses that you can turn them loose out of the gate, and they're going to win no matter what. And there are other horses where the setup has to be perfect. The conditions, the race, the place, their post. Everything has to be perfect, but they can still
0: win sometimes. Well, it's interesting that you said horse race, because when I watched your horse, uh, California Chrome, lose in the Breeders' Cup, my first thought was, wow, if Trump wins, that's exactly how the race will go. Chrome was winning the whole way, and then just right at the very end, Hillary runs out of gas, and Trump nips her right at the finish line. So... So, you know, that would be rather ironic to use your favorite horse (laughs) as the Hillary character there.
1: Sometimes the setup works, sometimes
0: it doesn't. We'll find out. Right. So the bottom line is, I do not believe, as I've said all along, that Donald Trump is going to win. Is there a theoretical chance? Yes, I just outlined it. But there has to be an enormous number of things that all have to go perfectly well. And by the way... The polls have to be at least accurate, if not biased against him. I actually think, Leah, there's a better chance the polls have been biased in his favor. Because as polls, I know pollsters, I've worked as a pollster, I've commissioned polls. Their greatest fear is missing the hidden Trump vote. And I have a theory that they have gone too far in trying to find the hidden Trump vote out of fear of... Having their asses hanging out, and as a matter of self protection, they have overestimated Trump's vote. I don't know that for sure, but if I think there's a polling error, I actually think it's in Trump's favor. Well, so, let's so hope not. So my my bottom line prediction, and this is this can easily shift tomorrow if there's a couple of polls in key states. But if as of right now, and I, my official prediction will will come Tuesday. But as of right now. A gun to my head, I actually think Hillary wins with 341 Electoral College votes. Good gosh. Trump gets 197, and the popular vote is 49, 44, 4.5, and 1.5. So Hillary wins by five percentage points in the the popular vote, and she wins by over 100 votes in the Electoral College. And uh, then we can start arguing about who to blame. Okay,
1: well, I'm hoping it doesn't go that way. (laughs) Well, I don't know what's going to happen. I honestly don't know. You may be right.
0: God help us. Well, God help us either way. But more, yes. more, more importantly than that, Leah, it's been a lot of fun to get yes, back in has. studio with you for the first time in two years. And, and uh, You're I, welcome
1: I, to fly me out anytime. Okay.
0: That, you know, as broken as the business model already is for this show, I'm not sure we're going to be able to pull that off. I but think so. But it's been very good to see you, and I, I hope that uh, my my fervent hope is at the very least, if the country doesn't survive this election, I hope that at least our relationship does.
1: Well, I hope so too. But you never know. <laughs> boy, that we'll was, see.
0: Boy, that was non-committal. <laughs> Thanks a lot. After say after Tuesday. Wait, I'm the one driving you home, right? uh <laughs> <laughs> yes boy, oh boy let's go
1: get some tic tacs right rough crowd all right
0: uh as always thanks for your time lee Thank we'll talk, you. we'll wrap all of what actually does happen on tuesday obviously next sunday the podcast will be up in about 15 to 30 minutes at freespeechbroadcasting.com and you can uh,
1: watch this all over again
0: yeah go to her facebook page boy it'll be interesting join us next week i'm john zickler so long everybody